The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. If you're building, or buying, or selling a home, the real estate crew's got news for you at the real estate house party. With attorney Rick Carter. Real estate house party. Paralegal Kathy Holsthausen. Real estate house party. Come in, have fun. And comedian Tony V. Now, here's real estate attorney Rick Carter. Welcome and thank you for joining us here on the Real Estate House Party. And we are told we cannot talk softball, so... Absolutely not. I'm out of here. Can I, I have, give out I some... shit to do. Can I give out some <laughs> birthday shout-outs? Yeah. I, I have my, some of my favorite people in the world... Wait, wait, wait. My what? birthday's not this month. I said some of them. Okay. Some of them. Okay. So, and I know your... When's your birthday? July. All right. So yours is coming so up. So we're, we're already out. So you're out. You're out, but still my favorite in, in the group, but I just happen to have a lot this weekend, so can I just rattle them off? Go ahead. Ryan Cotter. Yeah. Oh. You know Ryan? Yep, 31. 30, yeah, you're very good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ryan. Happy birthday. Uh, Susan Sabatelli. She's yeah. uh, 50. Your sister. No, yeah. she's 50? No, yeah, 60. Yeah. What? Your sister? <laughs> we weren't supposed to say that. Oh. You, you, oh, you guys didn't oh, do too oh. good at that oh. one. <laughs> We're picking up Happy social Happy birthday, cues. Sue. <laughs> <laughs> How old does she look? Like 30, 50, 50, 32, 50. I gave her. Yeah. Let's see, my niece, Michelle Carter. Who's going to be. Uh, should I say her age? Yeah, she 40, 40 because 40 it's either. amazing. Yeah, I know. And her son, Tyler, who's going to be like three. Oh. And then we have Sean Godding. Oh. Some sort of cousin in law. Some that's sort it. of cousin in law. And that's it. So now we can get going. So the ice band's here, John Maroney. We got a lot of discussion uh, about workouts and things like that. As everyone probably knows about your background, you're in the mortgage world, so maybe you should tell us what's happening. Just a recap of what are we doing for rates? What are you thinking? It's a wide range because, like a a standard rate, is probably sounds like Bruce Schwegler, doesn't he? Yeah, (laughs) could be a wide range. It it is. It (laughs) could either rain or snow, or it could be eighty degrees. Or do nothing. So what are you thinking? It's about six and a half, maybe a little higher. However, you, there's all these, um, depending on how much someone makes, if, they're, like, if they don't make, in our area, if they're under 150000 and their first-time home buyers, all those price and adjustments go away. So they could actually get a rate of like 5.99 when everything Is that a fixed? 30-year fix. Wow. Yeah. That, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, the people that, believe it or not, if someone makes... I just had this. Someone, they're making like 200000 Perfect credit, the whole thing. They get nothing in terms of right, breaks right. at all. Um, so when you say, and I, I think I know what you're talking about, but there's certain factors to an interest rate. Like if you all of a sudden, you're buying a condo, your credit score isn't quite where it should be. Yeah, so a condo. Adjustable. Yeah. Does all these factor in on your interest rate? Yeah. Absolutely. Don't yell at me. I'm, you like him a softball. He, he doesn't need <laughs> no. you to lob Rick. softballs at him. Rick, well, I that, figured we could talk softball if I threw you that. Didn't, you didn't know I could throw my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving you, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> All right, so those could factor in. So the factors are the, the credit scores, Yep. Um, how much you're putting down, the type of property, whether it's a condo, two-family, single-family. So in a condo, if, you're putting, if you put down... 25%, then there's no adjustments. Okay. Negative adjustments. Okay. So, 
there's a caveat to that. So if you're you're able to qualify for one of the lower income programs, um, those adjustments go away as okay. well. So right. it's um, if and it's not even so much low income because. It's still $150,000 right. is not low no, right. income. They're now calling it low to mod. And even, even that's still. <laughs> Isn't that unbelievable? 150000 yeah. is low Oh, my income. God. I need a raise. See, 150000 <laughs> Why don't we just, now, why don't we um, just give it a different term? Now I'm If you're poor. 150, you make a lot of income. How's that? Does that make you feel better? <laughs> well, put it this way, right? The average person that's renting in town, you know, they're, they're paying like 4000 4500 yeah. I know. So, and so the, the good news for them is when they go to buy something, there's no payment shock in yep, terms of that's true. Right. Well, they're yeah. excited. They get in there. My, my mortgage yeah, payment's actually how, less. How are they saving, though? Very little. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what they'll do is they'll put 5% down if they have perfect credit. And if their income's around the 150000 they're going to get a, a decent rate. You know? Yeah. Right. How uh, would you suggest someone can improve their credit? I, would, I know well, we weren't supposed to talk about any of this, but I, I can talk about it. Okay. So, so it depends. Like in terms of credit score, um, typically I see people are maxed out on their credit cards. Yep. And all they and I'll run it through a simulator, and I'll see if okay if they pay down their credit cards to a certain amount, you know, the score will improve dramatically. And well, the, what ideally you should do on your with a credit card is use it. And pay it. Yes. Use it. That's right. Pay it. Use it. Pay it. And that actually um, changes your credit score dramatically. It does. Isn't there a service out there you can get what, like one of those cheap credit cards and? Yeah. Uh, so there's a, a website you can go to creditcardswithans.com and you, you you go on it and it'll ask you what, what your credit is. If you have no credit, if you just had foreclosure, you can get any type of credit card. So you might have one that's, all right, it's a secured credit card, and maybe the interest rate is a billion percent. Well, if you're going to pay it off every month, who cares? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, right. who cares? Right. Yeah, so don't get caught up on the interest rate. The idea right. is reestablishing yourself. Because you don't, yeah. you don't, you, you shouldn't get a credit card on, on the premise that it's extra money right. to you. That's it's, right. Because it really isn't. No. It's no. actually going to hurt you in the long run. Because what's the percentage you have to have under... Like so, like say fifty percent, maybe. No, well, under like twenty five percent. Let me. But the idea of a credit card. I went to Killington. If yeah. I didn't have a credit card, I couldn't go skiing. Right. Oh yeah. But you you can't go, they wouldn't take cash. You can't go right. to Boston Garden anymore without right. a, without. A I know, and card. also um, Xfinity Center in Mansfield. No oh, yeah. cash. No cash. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and then they say, "Do you want a tip?" And they give you a little. Yeah. A tip for handing me a beer? <laughs> yeah. A little you know how many tips you'd have to yeah. give out a night? <laughs> but um so but the but but the point of having a credit card is that it's convenient and it's more secure than using your debit card. That's right. Um because you're not putting your savings and checking account out there for anyone to hack into. Um but the other thing is you know you can afford to pay it off when you leave Killington. Right. Next week. You That's know right. you have the ability to pay it off. So people get wrapped up in getting a credit card and they think they they won a million dollars. And like remember that girl we work with that was so excited she got a Tajay credit card. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she thought she died and went to heaven. And I'm thinking, Well, if you had cash you could just go buy the same stuff, right? right. But it right. was almost like a windfall for some people. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that'd be like <laughs> I remember you know, I'd go out this is back. Where I was like my other company, New Boston. And yeah. People would say, Yo, come on, let's go out. 
Don't worry, you can write it off. I go, well, it's not free. <laughs> People right. say that keep saying, oh, you can write it off. Buy this, write it off. I'm like, that make it sound like like the IRS just yeah. gives it as a, yeah, a, like a blank a, check. Don't worry about it. It's yeah, for business. Like it's a tax refund. It's like But honestly, cash is king, right? It is. Cash is it king. Is. Except when you go out to those certain places. No, but so what the thing is you use your credit card and then you go home. Right. And you pay it off. Right. How long does it yep. take to establish credit if you if you get one of these credit cards? So if you have no credit, yeah, because pro- I've had people with no credit scores, no credit. I'd say about six months, six okay. of yeah. payment, six consecutive payments. Yeah. Now here's on bankruptcy, right? So when someone, let's say they go chapter seven bankruptcy, uh, where a lot of people make a mistake, you know, it gets discharged. When the discharge happens, the next day the Average credit score jumps up 90% because you have zero delinquency. So some right. people are so, they're like, they went through it, the pain, the credit cards. They don't even want to open up any more credit cards because they figure that's what got them in trouble. But, but, th- but, but they need to. Then they seem to come around anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but they, that's when you need, even if it's a $300 limit, you need open up a couple of them after bankruptcy because, and then re, the key is reestablish. <laughs> I'm laughing about the, <laughs> a couple I don't know, a couple times would have like a um, rate term refi or yeah. uh, like a um, debt consolidation. And, and it was the biggest pain in the neck to pay off 25 credit yeah. cards. You know, this, this balance wasn't right or you mailed it in and it got sent back or whatever, whatever. So we have post-traumatic stress from, from that. Yeah. But um, we'd see the same, same borrowers come back. Yeah. Like a every, year later, a year or two, when the rates went down, yep. yeah, the same twenty. And the only difference is they have an extra kid. With that one girl from, I, I won't oh, say. Oh, I know, time. I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about, and she was one of your clients. Oh, all of a sudden she's one of mine. <laughs> no, no, oh, one she, of John's. Oh, that's right. We won't mention it. I'll find out. <laughs> Sixteen dollars. <laughs> I, I have $16 in my checking account. Then you can't buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So no, is this... Wait, I gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to throw caution to the wind here. Go ahead. Uh, lately, last few years, people are going paperless on their credit cards, so they're not getting the bill. Yeah. Okay. And I've seen this come up where someone's not using their credit card, but they forgot that it's an annual fee. And I've... And That's the, a good oh. point. And I see the annual fee hits... They don't know about it. They're not getting a notice. Even they're not even no, getting an email. That's a good point. Yeah. And then I, they, I pull a credit, and I see ninety days late. They're like, "What are you talking about?" I don't right. know. Oh, that's a good point. How do you get around that? So you clearly you get a mobile app. Clearly, they're not delinquent, though. So if they right. did do that, the, the credit card company was. They worked with them on that one. Okay. I mean, you know, clearly they, it's twelve bucks right. or something like that. I know, and it just it, it killed the. Here's, uh, here's a story I heard with this poor girl. Uh, was starting to get foreclosure notices four months after she bought. Um, she thought, oh boy, she, I know, I know. So she thought she'd correctly set up her uh, auto uh, debit. Yep. And she gave him the wrong account number and didn't notice that there was no money being taken out of her. How does she not know? Don't yell at me. I'm just telling How the story. How do you not notice when you don't see your mortgage payment? Oh, another free month. No, that she should have probably saw that she had. Twelve thousand dollars in her extra in, in her, her checking account, account right, but course. she didn't. So she was starting to get foreclosure notices. Yeah, she probably thought, "Oh, I'm budgeting quite well lately. <laughs> <laughs> I love this new ownership. But honestly, I should buy more houses." Honestly, the mortgage company or the lender should have been contacting her at some point, right? I'm sure think. they were. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. and she just didn't. She didn't notice the mail. People looking at me like it was really me doing it, and I'm I know. I just I'm not hard to believe that you just. 
thought you were paying she, your mortgage she, payment. She told, I mean, you know what? She, she probably got notice. I bet. And then she said, um, "Oh no, I'm I, paying it online." Yes, it's it's coming out automatically. I know, I'm, but if you get, but I get stuff all the, the time. One, I know they, you. They do. want they want me to sign up for a new credit card. St. Mary sends me stuff. Eastern Bank sends me stuff. Bank and then you collect Bank it. Bank of America and then you sends me drop stuff. it at my desk. Oh boy, there's a lot of bitterness I, today. I know. Do you want to talk softball or not? No. Oh my God. All right, here's here's a girl that also this you, you're gonna love this one if you didn't like that story. This girl had credit problems because she thought she got someone sent her a free Kohl's card. Oh. It wasn't, you know, a gift card. A gift card. And so she went down the store, bought $50 worth of stuff. It was a credit card. And she didn't know that. And where right. did she get it, though? <laughs> someone sent her. Someone sent it to her. And, and yes, maybe it was Kohl's. So here's your free, you know, credit card. Try it out. I know. So she also had. I have this piece of land in Florida. We should talk about scams today. I know uh, Susan Susan Sabatelli would love to have us talk you about scams. You got to pay scams. attention. It happened. I just noticed on on my account. I was looking at my Discover card and I saw a GoDaddy uh, charge. Yeah. And I go, I haven't had GoDaddy for the longest time. What's going on here? And then I'm looking at emails, and it says, um, "My just you know they're having trouble charging my Discover card." It was an old one. And um, and then I saw another email saying, "Oh, um, you know, Discover took the liberty to put it on the new Discover card." Oh, wasn't that nice of them? Yeah, so I yeah. called GoDaddy, and, and and they're just like, um, you know, I finally explained it to her, and she, and she's she's like, "You don't have, you know, I think it was Boston Loan Tips domain." I go, "I haven't had that for X amount of years," and. And she's like, yeah, we've been sending you emails to, you know, johnmaroneyverizon.net. I go, I haven't had that email since I left my yeah, old house. Yeah, yeah. No. In 2000. Yeah. And I'm like, so she's like, and then she finally got on the phone, right? And she's like, oh, good news. We're able to reverse it. I go, so good news. You're able to do what you're supposed to do. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what else? Like yeah, a, but they, that, they can't do that. I know. I know. There's no authorization oh, and here's to do the that. Thing. The email said, um, we're having trouble. We can't renew it. Your, your um, renewal will be canceled okay. unless you take this action. So I didn't take the action, assumed it was you canceled. You thought it was canceled. Yeah. You know how many and they can't do you like know how that? Many, it. You know how many it. of those uh, accounts we must have out there? Like uh, they always give like the Boston Globe will give that, you know, for a dollar, yeah. I get this for six months. After that, yep. it shoots you know, up. And yeah. they start taking it out of your account. Or the lighter side of real yeah. estate, something like that. Yeah. I mean, we must have like 20 of those where they automatically. We or you? Well, you're in charge of it, there, so. <laughs> I ask you. I know, yeah. Um, I, no, I know, but you've got to keep track of all that stuff. Yeah. Your Netflix and your Peacock yeah, and your that's right. Paramount. I have a bookkeeper and, that does all that for me. Oh. A real estate paralegal? Yeah. She, she yelled me the other day. She wasn't a, what did you say? I'm not an accountant. I'm or? not an accountant, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Nor a magi magician. Don't you think she should have told me this 30 years ago <laughs> before she was doing my books forever? Was those, John? Was that one of the questions you asked her? <laughs> no. You know what the question that they asked me way, way back when? If I knew what a municipal lien certificate no, no, was. No, it wasn't they. Let's, let's identify. And well, then the next question to the do interview you have a car? is, do you have a car? And I'm like, you moron. How do you think I got? Here. That was yeah. the interview. I didn't do the interview, but uh, someone you moron. else. Wow. That's harsh. All right, let me ask you this. That's is, harsh. Is this still true where if you have a credit card maxed out at $5,000, you might want to get a second credit card and split it up? $2,500, You could do that, or you could also call the credit card company and ask for a credit increase. Increase. Okay. Yep. Because you don't want to look like it's maxed out. Well, right. a maxed out credit card, isn't that going to um, 
um, decrease your credit score? Sure, will. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what. It, yeah. So, a quick way, if you got it, if all of a sudden, is that what I just said? A different way, but yeah. I don't even look at me. <laughs> don't even look at me today. Oh, speak. I, this reminded me. <clears> when we edit this show. Yeah. <laughs> I remember a long time ago. I think, I think it was around 2008. Uh, this person I did a mortgage for. He, Are you okay? Yep. Go ahead. He, uh, he paid 200000 for the house. It was in. Oh, my God. It was in Lynn. And uh, didn't, we did maximum financing. Yeah. And then, you know, I tried staying in touch with him over the years. And fast forward like seven years, six, seven years. Now it becomes like 2008 or 2007. He goes, John, I'm in trouble. I go, why? What's up? He goes, I think I'm going to get foreclosed on my house. I said, well, you paid 200 for the house. I go, how much do you owe? He goes, 400. <laughs> oh, what? I go, what? He goes, well, yeah, they kept calling me up and they kept giving me money, oh, whatever. Yeah. I, I said, okay. Oh, yeah. How old are your children? Oh, they're all moved out of the house. Uh, are you tied to the neighborhood, the community? I said, no. I go, no, what are you worried about? I go, you haven't made a mortgage payment in seven years. In fact, these companies, you went to Jamaica for free. And, right, right. And you haven't made a payment. You've lived for free. Excuse me. I love the attitude, too. These banks are taking advantage of me. They're foreclosing on me. We had someone like that. Yeah, she, did they give you the money? Did yeah, they right. give you the money? And you signed the promise. to say you're going to give yeah. the money back? Right. We had that one girl found out there was a title problem on that condo up in New Hampshire. Couldn't sell the house because they put the mortgage on the wrong half of the house. Okay. And then what she did was, oh, can't sell it. I'll just jump on the other side. And see if the bank will ever come at me. She must have been in there. For, oh. Remember that one? She was in there for about 10 years. Yeah, I, no. I'm not exaggerating. And I, yeah. I told, I told, he asked me, what's the advice? I said, well, you just called me. You told me you're in trouble. Like, well, it sounds like the bank's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> right. I thought you might want to call them. And, and you, just, you had one good uh, tip for me once. So where someone, someone called you up. You got caught on this once. And I'll, I'll ne- since you told me this, never get caught on this. Someone said, should you do this? Should you buy this place? I think you told me that not to do it, and then it went up a hundred thousand. I, I no, I I didn't t- say anything. Yeah, I just said to myself, "Yeah, it's crazy." And then, thank God, I said nothing. Excuse me, because when he sold it, he, he ended up making an extra couple hundred thousand. Right, and right. I, and and I and less well, so there never, was yeah is I'm, when it comes to like predicting the market and all that. Right, I, I'm. It, I have not my place. Right. Nor, nor you don't, but you don't have a crystal ball. At and, all. And so, That's yeah. Because, right. yeah. you know, like, if, I mean, for eight years, I've been saying this, we're at the height. We're at the height. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> so, you know, now it's just like, all right, it's, um, you're looking at the demand factor that's still strong around here. People right. still uh, feel pretty good right. about their jobs. I'm going to ask you for some advice that's probably never been given before. This is going to be a first. Always ask, never given? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How someone can get show income but not working. So there's Say, m- many ways. Okay. So, I like this part of the show. Another lob. Oh, you wouldn't know that answer. I do know the answer. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Foul tip. (laughs) 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 So, alimony. Yeah. Child support. Yeah. Rental income. Royalties. Trust income. um, So, the trust income. So, say the grandfather has uh, a trust that's worth about $500,000. Yep. And gives... The kid, because I think they can give X amount of dollars a year um, as a gift. Right. So uh, how would you work that? So we could do it a couple ways. If, if it's 
let's say the income is maybe 2500 a month, let's say, and, we, and we're thinking that might not be enough. We need to boost that up somehow. So the trustee could, you know, let's assume there's enough and money. And these aren't originator terms. We got to boost this up somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coaching. That's yeah. just John Maroney's word. When we say this, it's not really coaching. It's okay. just, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. we got to figure out a way to get <laughs> right, the income right, right. to this right, level. Right, right. So how right. we boost the income. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is how we give him a pay raise is this. <laughs> let's say let's say we need nine grand a month to qualify, <laughs> and we can demonstrate that nine grand the, the there'll still be funds available after thirty six months. All those other incomes I mentioned, as long as you demonstrate you're going to receive it for thirty six months, we can use it for income. So you just wait a minute. Can I? I'm sorry. Yeah. 30, you have to prove that you're going to get rental income for thirty six months. Di- that's different. Okay, because that, that, that's more likelihood based on the leases. Right. Yeah. Right, and but but what if like your like kid's a, seventeen that, and you're not going to get child support? Yeah, after I can't 18? use it. Cannot okay, use it. All right, so good point. Yeah, it, absolutely. Glad you brought and then, that up. And then and then the alimony, it could be a ten year alimony, so right. you'd have to have three years left in the all alimony right, payments. Let, all right, let's talk about the alimony because it's, it's in line what we're just talking about here about boosting the income. So let's say the. Um, Husband's leaving, he wants to give alimony, but he just wants to give a lump sum. Does, he, does a husband ever want to give alimony? <laughs> Not on a you monthly pick, basis. You, yeah. picked, you picked the wrong words. <laughs> okay. Johnny has a way to structure it, so it sounds like it's a lot he's, more yeah. pleasant. He's, um, yeah. he's required <laughs> to give alimony. He's accepted the fact that he's given alimony. Right, yeah. right, right, right. He didn't want to, let's say he just wants to move on and not do it on a monthly basis and says, All right, let's, one, let's one lump, lump sum, sum 500000 yeah. So the wife's not working. Well, you have this 500000 So traditionally, we could do this asset dissipation. So we would take, let's say the term of the loan is 360 months. We divide it by 500000 That probably gives you about 1400 a month. If she wants to get a mortgage, well, that's probably not enough. Another way around it is take the 500000 create a revocable trust, and state that the trustee, trustee state, we're going to give you nine grand a month, and we just need to show just one distribution of nine grand and I get to use nine grand for qualifying income. Really? Yep. Absolutely. I, but the thing is, like, it's the exact same situation, except one's in a trust and one is in a bank account. Correct. So the bank account one again, we just do the ask. We'd have to right. provide it, but because and it wouldn't it, work because if you had five hundred thousand dollars in uh, five hundred thousand dollars in the bank and you don't have a job, you can't qualify for a mortgage, a big mortgage. Correct. Okay. Correct. So, but you put it in a trust. I think a trust is like a thousand bucks or something to create. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, it's worth it. Right. And all right. Uh, let me ask you this one. Yeah. Because rates are sky high. Yeah. All of a sudden, um, one of the spouses has to buy out the other one. Yeah. Um, but they have their rates in the twos or threes. Right. And now they have to get a loan in the sixes and sevens. And I know you've been doing a lot of divorce loans. Do they factor that in, or how does that factor in? So what happens is they, they'll, a lot of them are letting that stop them from moving forward. Right, right. So, and I said, all right, let, let's just back up. Um, you get this rate, 2.5%. Yep. You know, say the wife wants to stay in the house. I said, all right, how long do you want to stay in the house for? She says, five years. I said, okay. Let's say the difference, let's say the husband's going to get 200000 
and let's say the difference of the higher interest rate is an additional, above and beyond the higher loan amount, let's say it's an additional 500 a month, that's, you know, six grand a year over five years, there's 30 grand. Right. So, you know, I look at the husband saying, you're going to get 200,000. Now, you do realize all this equity is available to you because the interest rates were so low the right. last few years. Right. Yeah, which is so, true. And yeah. if it's going to cost an extra $30,000 in payments, I go, maybe just take 170. And call right. it a day. Right. Or you could wait for the rates to drop and you wait for the value of the house to drop. <laughs> right. And right. then you might get one and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, John, I think you may have missed your calling. You might want to be a mediator. Yeah, I was a thinking that. A divorce mediator. You know, it's I, funny you say that because I... No, I'm serious. Because <laughs> I, 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 I was doing a presentation to... He's a, teaching them now. Yeah. I, was, I had 15 divorce lawyers in, in town. Was, I talked about that exact scenario. And they said, and they were all like, "Huh?" No, they said, "Can you talk to our clients?" Yes, <laughs> I think it's just a matter. You could just take a like a like a forty hour course yeah, I know. or something. I know, I, I, and, I, know. Um, I, have, I can if I. And they make some big money. Yeah, you know, for like two hour mediation, you might get five hundred bucks. Where do most of those attorneys have their obstacles with um, their clients? It, yeah, that, <laughs> definitely that. Well, right lately, it's this the uh, higher interest. Yeah, you know, but because yes. I, I say this. You know, let's say, let's say the husband, let's say I want to leave at all costs. You know, the idea that I, I'm tied to, you know, my future ex, it's just, I, I can't even think straight or whatever until this is behind me. Well, that's going to affect my income. You know, yeah. let's say I'm in sales, you know, it's going to affect my production. <clears throat> yeah. Um, if I'm in the workforce, you know, I'll, I'll probably get fired because I'm not right. doing Right, mental capacity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's got to count for something. Right. You know? So just take a little bit less and let's all move on. Yeah, and you'll be much better for it. Yeah. Period. Plus, yeah. Yeah, burn the hand. Yeah. yeah you know, because, yeah. you, know, so, you know, the guy will say, well, you know, $30,000, that's a lot of money. And I'll say, so is it 170 <laughs> 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 You know. Uh, yeah, you got, you got it. Uh, you have it down yeah. pat. Yeah, it's just that's it, great. Well, you know, and, and it's, you know that's how I you know talk to to my clients. You know, and, and you know people say you know, customer. I said no, I have a client. They say, well, what's the difference between a customer and a client? And I said a customer is always right. Yeah, I'm and a client is a client is I I, I you're say paying me and I, to save you from yourself. Right, right. Which you have a great line uh, when someone comes to you and you can't qualify them, and you're like. The answer isn't no. No, not yet. Not right. And, and no, not now. Right, and no is just an acronym for not over. <laughs> <laughs> now I know great. you've thrown this out before, but I think this is a, this is a key one there with all of us, uh, especially in the divorce situation where they both have co-signed their kids' loans. Oh yeah. Um, how do we get it so neither spouse is obligated or not obligated? Is sh- that's shown up on their credit scores? So, that's a good point. So. Let's say they co-sign for a student loan or an auto loan for their children. Now, when I mean by co-sign, I mean the child's on the loan, too. Right. Like some people right, right. will think they co-sign. Oh, I bought this car for my kids. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but a lot of parents took out the, the parent loan, not without the kids on it. Well, without the kids on it? Yeah. yeah well, no, that's no. a problem, right? That is a problem. Yeah. So well, when it comes down to uh, repayment. No, that's a good point. So, uh, all right, no, go ahead. You finish Yeah, the and then we'll go back to that. Yeah, so yeah. as long as the note. The child's on the note yep. along with um, the parent. Yeah. When the payments are due, have the payments come oh, out of yeah. the child's account. Make sure the parent's not how on many, that how account. How many months do you have to do that? 12 months. Okay. And after 12 months, I don't have to okay. debt them for that student loan. So back to Kathy's point, if they didn't co-sign the note. And it's in the actual parent's name. Is there anything you can do about that? No. 
Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had a situation where the people wanted to buy a house, and the wife um, was on the house with her brother out yeah. in California. Yeah. And then they went to refinance, and the credit score of the brother, it was good, but not perfect. So the broker said, oh, that's okay. You stay on title, and we'll just put the wife on the, the note and not Who the Who said that? Uh, it was... The real estate broker? No, the, the uh, oh, loan, loan, officer. loan officer to refinance. And so they're both signing all their documents, and they, they, he didn't realize that the, the brother's not on the, the note, just, just the mortgage. And so when I, oh. so she went to go buy a house with her husband, and um, I said, I got to debt you for this uh, mortgage unless um, someone else, and I knew there wasn't because I looked in the credit report, it just said bar, it didn't say joint. She's like, oh, I'm on that with my brother. I go, I don't think you are. No, you aren't. And, and it became a problem. Then I said, well, she's like, well, how do we resolve this? I go, well, you're going to have to like refinance. And then the brother's like, all right, I'll refinance. And then uh, like when they got the CD, he goes, I'm not signing this, you know, because the payments were going up like 1200 a month. Yeah. And, yeah. and it prevented her from buying a house. So a little coaching in the beginning or counseling in the beginning. Well, yeah. right. And a lot of people, um, we should wrap it up, but a lot of people don't understand like so if there are two people on the on the title yep. on the deed me and rick own, um, own this piece of property uh, rick can't get qualified because he has bad credit i have stellar credit yeah um why'd, so why'd she go with that one could have been the other way around um, all right you have stellar credit i have working bad credit thank you Oh, I thought you said something else. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, so, the, and all the loan officers say, well, oh, we can get around that. Yeah. We're going to leave him off the loan. Like it's nothing, yeah. Or leave me off the loan. But honestly, like, they don't understand that they're signing it, promised to pay back. Yeah. Just I am or just Rick is. So I don't, the other person doesn't have any real... They're just probably responsible for the taxes at that point. Well, but but then if the house gets foreclosed on, of course, yeah. then they lose. Yeah. But 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 technically, I don't have any no any um, skin in the game except that I own the property with a mortgage that's not being paid. Yeah, you know, on the flip side, it just reminded me of someone that was going for a first-time homebuyer program. Like they didn't own anything or whatever, right? Mm. We ended up doing a property search. They were like one seventh owner. They had a house inherited. I yep. go, you're not a first time home buyer. They yep. were. Uh, actually, I was going to ask you about that. How do, I know we. I know that we're, really, that's the mass housing wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do that's it. That's a technicality, and it, it's not their first home. How do you find that home out? Home ownership. Let's, let's, I don't know. They, they're doing all these Don't searches. they have a. Uh, don't they. Uh, it's not just a search in like Massachusetts. You have a uh, countrywide like search. Like it seems like a worldwide search. Yeah, yeah worldwide search. So, which was going to get me to one scheme we we're going to talk about. But looks like we're running out of time. We might what have do you, to, How long can you do it in? Two seconds, and maybe we'll talk about it more next time there. But John Sabatelli, Susan Sabatelli, we're bringing up this. Uh, there's there's, uh, there's uh, companies out there that check to see if uh, your house has gotten sold. They'll alert you to that. So if you don't want right. to sign up to that, there's a way in Massachusetts, which is very easy. It, well, I shouldn't say it's easy. It would be a lot of work. But you can at least see if your house is ever sold without checking with any of these companies. You go on Massley and Records. Oh. Yeah. Right? I, I think Newt Gidris was, Gidris was uh, doing a was it title search, title lock. Dot com or something. He was promoting his commercial. Oh, Newt Gidris? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just saying mm-hmm. how uh, – just exactly what you said. You know? oh. And then they had the guy saying, oh, you think – 
I can own your house in two seconds. Just watch me, you know, without you even knowing. It's actually is easier up. than you think. Yeah, yeah, you just get some get some scam artist who's a notary and uh, signing away a deed. It's a, it's like that story when the guy rent the renter the tenant. Oh yeah, the guy oh, you yeah. know cold calls him and says, "Would you like to sell the house? This yes, house? I would. Yes, I will. I do. I would. I do want to sell Come it. Come on down. I'll sign the yeah. document right now. Yeah. But your thing, will, will they get alerts? This oh, uh, not with Massillon Records. You just have to periodically. You have to manually do it all the time. Okay. <laughs> but just but go honestly, on Massillon. But honestly, if someone sells your house, that is worse than a felony. It's yeah. a jailable well, offense. Well, well, there was a guy in Cambridge out. who did it. To now elderly. Well, this is what they do is it's, if they refinance, they do cash out is what they're doing. And then, and then, yeah, but there has to be some reason. And how they find out is the house is being foreclosed on. Right. Well, right. a lot of them are looking for people who don't have mortgages, so they're not getting a mortgage payment because if you sold your yeah. house in right. theory, you're not getting those mortgage payments. Right. Right. But maybe we will, we will, we'll talk about Ooh, this more when Tony that's V comes terrible. back. Because uh, yeah. would owner's coverage cover uh, that? That's it's going to be tricky. I don't think it covered it in uh, this situation. Okay. With this, well, it, that would be um, see, it's worse than like a forgery or. Well, I guess it would. You know, uh, we'd have to ask our title insurance company. It's a tricky one. But like all these scams are starting. Yeah, I know. You know they're. It's right. So they're gonna have to change their. I mean, it's so it's like it's an industry now. These scams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. They're good at it. Yeah. Oh, the wire fraud. Oh, we could talk about right. this, which is what we're supposed to do until we got we Side lot more has a softball. Lot, so, lot more um, of coaching going on. So what do you want to talk about today? <laughs> <laughs> So no, I think we got to wrap usual, it up. As usual, John, you are very, very knowledgeable. Very informative. And, yeah. Very thank informative. you. Thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us here on the Real Estate House Party. You got it. Kathy Oldshauser, paralegal extraordinaire, and the Iceman, John Maroney. A lot of information for us. We appreciate it. it just keeps coming. It keeps coming. We'll see you <laughs> next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.